Welcome to the Thin Blue Line Outdoors. My name is Cody Johnson, and I'll be your host. I'm one happy hunter right now, man. Alright, guys. Here she is. Here at the Thin Blue Line Outdoors, we have three goals. Show you a good time. Teach you something. Planting some uh, clover down. Lead by example. Looking good. Great job. Congratulations. Thank you, sir. If I can accomplish one of those three, that's a win in my book. Thanks for listening. Be safe out there. Alrighty, everyone. This is the Thin Blue Line Outdoors podcast, episode 26. We're going to do another Zoom podcast here before I introduce my guests here. Uh, got a couple updates on my end. Um, again, the website is now up. Uh, the thin blue line outdoors so check that out just literally type it right in it'll pop right up for you thin blue line outdoors.com um, you can get all our merch from there uh, we got some hats left some hoodies left uh, t-shirts stickers and i'm hoping to get some more uh, merch coming up here uh, other than that uh, youtube's continuing to grow um, the numbers the podcast is continuing to grow so i appreciate all the support and other than that, now I have my guest, Mr. Tyler Brown. Tyler and I went to high school together. Uh, it's been a few years since we've been out of high school now. Um, but I think you just hit your tenure, right? Yeah, yes. So, I thought, uh, <laughs> yep. so yeah, it's been, been a while now. But anyway, uh, Tyler has some exciting news as a first-time deer hunter, and I'm going to let him go right into it after his intro. All right, well, my name is Tyler Brown. Um, as Cody said, you know, we went to school together. Uh, feels like an eternity since I've seen you. Um, mm-hmm. I usually don't come back to Lewistown very often. And mm-hmm. when I'm there, you know, it's just super busy. But yep. anyways, I'm from La Harp now. So, you know, I just got into hunting. So I guess we'll just kind of go right into the my funny story. So um, it was been Saturday, which I'm not exactly sure what the date was. What the, it was Saturday. We'll just go with that. Yeah. Saturday, um, I, you know, I went hunting the two days before. I went in the afternoon. Didn't really see anything. Um, and I was talking to Chris Hensler and he's like, you know, try to go in the morning, you know, you know, deer move a lot in the morning. It's cold. It's supposed to be really cold tomorrow. So I'm like, okay, you know, mm-hmm. I'll do that. And we you know we just bought this property a couple of years ago. So as you can imagine, it is super overgrown. The owners before, you know, never really went out there. They never did anything. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's just timber on top of timber. You can't really walk through the forest. I got a couple paths, but, mm-hmm. um, and so you know, I get up at four o'clock, I'm ready to go. I think I left the house about 445. It's about a 10 minute drive. And at this one trail going in, and obviously it's pitch black, you know, I've never been out there in the middle of the night. So and I've never hunted. And, and I'm not gonna lie, I was completely lost. I had no idea like where my trail was. Um, <laughs> you know, I was talking to, to go to Cody Gravit the yep. night before he's like, you know, you got to go slow, you got to be quiet. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you gotta be very, very quiet. So I'm like, okay, you know, trying and I'm like, think to myself, I'm like, Tyler, I don't know where I'm at. Like, I have no clue where I'm at. <laughs> I'm basically following landmarkers because we have a couple springs on the property and my stands like three springs down from where the trail is. So I'm just like looking for springs, basically trying to find them. I'm stumbling, you know, I almost fell down. <laughs> you know, I got my bow in one hand. I got a backpack. I'm making tons of, you probably could have heard me from, you know, the next County. So it was honestly, <laughs> A very lucky day i would say just because of how it started um mm-hmm. you know i finally got to my stand 
and it's probably, I think it was like 40 minutes and it's like maybe, maybe 50 yards from the truck through the woods. So mm -hmm. if you can imagine how long it took me to actually get from point A to point B, <laughs> it's yeah. pretty laughable. So, um, so I get there, you know, I'm, I'm already excited. I'm, you know, I just want to see a deer at this point, you know, this is my first year deer hunting. So I really don't know what to expect. You know, people tell me different things like, you know, you're going to see deer and you're just going to lock up, you know, you're not going to know what you're going to get really nervous. And then it's just kind of disappear for a little bit. You know, we'll get into that, but so, you know, sun's coming up about 650 and you know, I'm hearing some things. So I'm like, you know, I'm in a blind. I'm not in this. I'm not in a tree stand just because I started so late this year. So I just went blind down because, and I'm not really a big fan of heights. So I'm not sure I'll ever get up in the trees. But, <laughs> so I'm in this blind and I got a lot of the good cover and I'm hearing some things. And, you know, I got this squirrel like throwing nuts in this tree. And I'm thinking to myself like, my God, yep. like, go away, you know, and mm -hmm. apparently that's that's OK. It's a normal thing from what my grandpa told me. But yeah. Um, and I just like laid my head down probably 30 minutes later, you know, just to take like a, like a quick five minute power nap, come up. Been there. There's like these three little, little button bucks just walking in front of me, like 10 yards from my stand. And I'm just like, holy shit. Like, you know, I'm just like shaking at this point. I'm like, I know I'm not going to shoot them, yep. but just, you know, them being there was just like, holy cow. Like, okay. You know, like this is real. This is, you know, this is, this might happen today. And um, something on like, out of distance or I couldn't see it started blowing and they kind of got the attention of it and they started to walk away and I don't know what it was I mean I'm not really familiar with deer hunting so you know for, to me I'm like thinking like what the hell like you know it was oh, like yeah. a bigger buck trying to like push it off or you know did one of them like can one of them smell me and he's like you know blowing mm -hmm. to tell them like hey get out of here mm -hmm. um, so I was like okay you know got to be really quiet and I just like froze for a little bit and they disappeared probably five minutes later this is 830, 820-ish. I got a doe coming off to my, my west, completely different direction. Mm -hmm. And I swear that this this deer saw me from 40 yards away because she's like going like this. And I'm pretty positive we made eye contact. Weirdest, like weirdest five minutes of my life. And I'm just yeah. like trying not to move. And I'm like, how does she see me? You know, yeah. I did everything. I sprayed down. I, mm -hmm. you know, took a shower and that stuff. I washed my clothes and that nonsense. I was like, how mm -hmm. like how do you see me yeah. um so then she kind of like walks up you know the way and goes up the hill because i'm kind of like in a ravine because we have a river that goes right through our property so i'm like kind of like down on the the flat part and um so i'm thinking oh, that's probably my last chance you know it's almost nine o'clock i'm probably not gonna see a whole lot i need to get out of here i've been here since six you know, i got a lot of things i need to do i'm like okay you know i'm gonna wait 20 more minutes you know i'm gonna wait till about 9 30 maybe 10 i've been out here so long i'm already cold so you mm -hmm. know what's another hour yeah. so and then all of a sudden i just see this doe coming down and she wasn't really paying attention to me at least and she's just walking i'm like okay I grab my bow and at this point i'm like my bow is like moving you know like it's like <laughs> i'm just like shaking i'm like God, i just want a shot you know i just want yep. an opportunity yep. to line her up you know if i don't take a shot that's fine you know i just want a chance to say that hey you know i had that chance today and tomorrow we'll get after it again Mm -hmm. and she starts walking i'm pretty sure she saw me because she stops and she's like looking at me mm -hmm. and i've got at this point i got my bow like i'm ready to go i mean i'm setting down so i've never shot a bow setting down before so that was probably really not smart yeah, of me. i would uh but, be practicing but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah hindsight yep. and i'm not even just so i'm pulled her back and she's like courting towards me i'm thinking to myself okay if i take a shot it's got to be directly like you know in the chest or I need to wait until she, you know, goes broadside. And I'm thinking, okay, 
I'm pretty comfortable from, I think she's probably 16 yards roughly. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm pretty comfortable at 20. Like, I'm like, okay, you know, I can hit her. I know I can get her if, mm-hmm. you know, if she gives me the chance. So she walks a little bit, gets out of the brush. I just blacked out at this point and just let go. <laughs> and she yeah. jumps like six feet in the air. And I'm just like, I think my mouth is like on the ground. I'm like, did that just happen? Like, did this just happen? Yeah. And at that point, um, I'm mean, sure you've experienced this before, but I shot her, but like, you know, I really didn't see the arrow go. Cause I think I was just so, you know, into yeah. it that I wasn't yeah. really sure what happened, just happened. Mm-hmm. So I'm like sitting there and, you know, my grandpa told me like sit there 10, 20 minutes. You don't really want to chase after him. Cause then they will run and run and run. So I'm like, you know, grab my phone. And I'm like, I texted Alexi, my fiance. I'm like, Hey, you know, I think I just, I think I just killed a deer. I'm, like, I'm not sure, mm-hmm. but I'll let you know. And I'm just like freaking out, you know, at this point and, yep. and I get up and, I, you know, I unzip my thing. I'm walking towards where I shot her. And I'm like, okay, all I got to do is I got to find blood or my arrow. Mm-hmm. That's all I got to do. And I'm like, okay, where's the arrow? You know, where's, where's the arrow at? I'm like, okay, well maybe, maybe it's stuck in her, but I'm, I pulled back 60. So I'm thinking there's no way like that had to go straight through if it was a good shot. Yep. And um, I finally found it was probably six yards behind her. Hey, Tyler, I just lost audio for you. Remember, it's downstairs. I could go show it to you if you wanted to see it. But hey, uh, <laughs> hey, can you back up the last, like, minute? I, yeah. Uh, yep. I, lost, I lost audio. I had video, but I lost audio. Oh, you're good. Uh, so whatever the last minute you said, if you want to go ahead. Uh, you want me just to start with um... – so I shot, you called, you called your girlfriend, you wait, you waited the 10, 20 minutes and then I lost you. Okay. okay. You're not good. Yep. You're good. Yep. Okay. So, you know, um, you know, got, just got the phone waiting probably, probably 20 ish minutes. It's probably almost nine o'clock at this point. Yep. And I'm looking for the arrow. I'm like, if I find the arrow, I find some blood. I know that mm-hmm. I hit her. And obviously with the reaction, I should have known that I hit her anyway, because she had to jump probably over my stand at that point. And um, I find the arrow and it's just, I mean, it's just covered. There's no foam on it. So I knew I didn't hit the gut. You know, I didn't hit anything that, that wasn't, you know, a non-lethal, a non-lethal shot. It was dark red. It was exactly like, you know, everyone's telling me, you know, you want your arrow to be. And so I found it. And at that point, I'm like, holy cow, like, you know, this is actually happening. Mm -hmm. And I'm like stumbling through the woods and you know, trying to find her. And it, it's probably like she, she went up probably 20 yards and then for whatever reason scooted like five yards and then came literally straight back down towards the stand. Mm-hmm. And obviously I wasn't really paying attention at that point. And so yeah. I, you know, I'm walking up on her. I see her laying there. So I called my grandpa. I'm like, Hey, you know, killed a deer. I've never skinned a deer. I've never gutted a deer in my life. Yeah. All this stuff. I'm like, Hey, what do I need to do? How do I need to do this? What do you want me to do? And he's like, it's pretty cold right now. So, you know, if you can get to my house, like within two hours, you'll be good. Oh, yeah. I'm thinking to myself like, okay. You know, at that point I'm like panicking. Cause he lives probably 20 minutes from me. And I'm thinking to myself, he lives. Yeah. yeah, about 20, 15. I think I got there in 15, but um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking to myself, you know, I'm not a big person, obviously I'm haven't really changed much since high school. <laughs> I'm thinking to myself, how am I going to get this deer out of the woods by myself? Like, mm-hmm. how am I going to do this? Yeah. So I call my brother and he's one of those guys, you know, you call some, you call them and they don't show up for like a half an hour, you know, they're like, Oh yeah, I'll be there. But it's like, 
probably 30 minutes at that point, you know, they actually finally show up. So I just went back to my blind, put all my stuff in there and literally just drug her as close as I can get it to the truck. Mm -hmm. He shows up, he's laughing because I'm like, you know, out of breath, I'm dying. He's like, yeah, this is, you're pathetic. I'm like, dude, like one, I'm out of shape. I don't, you know, I work from home. I'm yeah. in my office 24 seven, mm-hmm. you know, so I don't get a whole lot of activity. So now I understand why you and Kyle were talking about, you know, exercising and getting ready for that trip. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Makes sense now. So I'm like, you know, barreled over and he's laughing. We finally get her up. I called it in and you know, I've never called deer before. So that was a whole adventure in itself. Yep. You know, they really didn't give you a whole lot of you know, directions. You know, uh, I didn't really know. No, that's something we should talk about we'll talk about it at the end yeah yeah that's a whole nother thing <laughs> yeah and he was asking me questions about seeing turkeys and wild and i'm just thinking to myself like okay where do i put the tag what do i gotta do i finally got the number i think i had to repeat it like six times because i just was so like still shaky that i couldn't like yep. you know completely think properly um and then we got to my grandparents and my uncle showed me kind of the ropes and we mm-hmm. finally got it skinned and we took the trying to think what they're called is it the like the fillets on the inside oh the tender like, ones yeah so we took those off um we actually ate those at night that's, what so, going to, that's like a tradition you gotta eat them you gotta eat yeah. them as soon as possible <laughs> yeah and then um we let her hang let her bleed out and then we skinned her and did all that fun stuff so it was uh definitely it was like one of those things where obviously you know just getting new into hunting mm-hmm. you know and being in high school i feel like you know I always used to like make fun of you guys. Like, no, you know, I, you know, you guys, you guys are crazy. Like why do you guys want to yep. do this? Right. Yep. And I get home Saturday, probably like five, five or six, got home at my grandparents' house. And mm-hmm. I'm like, God, okay. So I've got, you know, we have land order tags. So I've got a couple more tags and I'm like, what's the, temp- like, what's the weather tomorrow? <laughs> yep. Like I kind of want to go out in the morning. Yep. And my fiance is like, Oh, you don't need to go out. Like, you know, just take the day off. And I'm like, well, I mean, that was actually like really like fun. I've got a lot of, you know, trail cams and bucks. Like, you know, we've got a 10 pointer and eight pointer. And I'm like, okay, now that I'm going out, I don't have to worry about actually killing something. I can wait. Hey, you know, I, I got my, I got my first kill, you know, I did what I wanted to do this year. So I'm already five steps ahead mm-hmm. and I've still got, you know, a couple months left. So mm-hmm. um, I think and I'm probably going to go this week. Yeah. yeah right October and November. That's hunting's going to yeah. get even better. So yeah so that's kind of the story in a nutshell and mm-hmm. i think it's probably going to be a day that i'd never forget just because mm-hmm. of how it started and then yep. how it ended yep. and um mm-hmm. i think it just it makes me more excited i mm-hmm. think just from feeling what it was like to actually you know find that deer and know that you know you finally got your first kill and it's like okay time to go again you know time to go again and then mm-hmm. you know as shaky as i was with the dough i'm not exactly sure what I'll be like if I see a buck just because I'm sure that's like 500 times more exciting. So it, I know it is for me anyway. And and I get pumped <laughs> on the dough, but I know like a buck, it's like, Holy cow. But yeah, it was, mm-hmm. it was definitely an interesting experience. And I think, I think it's something I wish I would have started a long time ago. I just never really had that opportunity until, yeah. you know, the, the couple recent years here. So mm-hmm. I'm really glad I got into it and, I'm excited to get back out again. I'm hoping yeah. that we get a cold weekend. And well, I, I know you probably can't, but we got a cold front coming. It'd be tomorrow night. It hits during the during uh, during night. So Thursday morning, Friday morning are going to be money. Uh, you, I don't know if you can go, but if you can, I would recommend. I'm, I, I might be able to swing it. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, 
mm-hmm. working from home has its perks so we'll, we'll just go. say that there you go. <laughs> uh that's good uh, that's good um yeah i was super pumped for you. you're you and cody are the only two like buddies of mine that have had any success this year which cody um, Cody Gravis, who we're talking about, um, he's probably going to be coming on the podcast. And I've talked about him coming on, and he killed a nice buck this year. So um, hopefully he'll be on. Yeah, I was, I was super, super pumped for you. Just mainly like, I mean, I like it when anybody kills a deer, but when you kill your first deer, that's that's awesome. Like especially, <laughs> like I know you texted me this summer, like different questions and stuff about uh, shooting. So it's cool to see it pay off. I, I can't tell you the amount of questions I asked. Like just everybody that I know, you know, my fiance's dad's a huge hunter. Her brother hunts all the time. So, I mean, I probably annoyed everybody with a million questions that I asked everybody. So I can't imagine how many times I you know, texted you. Yeah. That, <laughs> I was was just asking cool, As you can probably see, I can talk hunting any day, anytime. Like I love yeah. it. So. Yeah. Um, so I guess uh, what kind of made you finally want to take the jump and like get into hunting? Well, like I said earlier, you know, we bought some property a couple of years ago outside of town and, you know, I've always wanted something just to kind of get out of town. I like four wheelers. I like doing that kind of stuff. Um, and my fiance, you know, she's a big hunter. She, she deer hunts and she's like, she's shooting her bow and she likes to go do 3d targets. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, um, I was like, you know, we kind of shot in high school a little bit, you know, that sounds, that sounds fun. And I've always wanted to get into hunting because my grandpa's a huge hunter. And I went turkey hunting with him once when I was like, God, I was probably like 12. Mm-hmm. That was a long time ago. We, you know, we lived an hour and a half away. So just trying to get up there was just, it was kind of a hassle for my parents. Yeah. And, um, you know, me not really knowing a whole lot. I just wasn't really interested. You know, my, my dad didn't hunt. So as you yeah. can imagine growing up in a house where, you know, have no hunters, you know, you don't really have that mm-hmm. you know, exposure to it. And there's been a time with uh, Lane, which would be my fiance's brother and, you know, him showing me his deers and showing me his, his camera. I'm like, okay, you know, we got some land. Mm-hmm. I think it's time for me to just to finally, you know, just dive head first. So I went to Macomb one day and there's a, I think it's Crook Creek outdoors. Yeah, and that's what you told me about that. Yep. I just said, Hey, you know, I'm here for a bow. I have no idea what I'm doing. Um, mm-hmm. you know, let's shoot a couple and go from there. And, um, finally got my bow and I got my, just got my shotgun a couple of weeks ago. So cool. What'd you get for shotgun? I got a Mossberg 500. That's, so just hey, a simple pump cool. that, that's what I uh, uh, I end up uh, killed, I think two deer last year with my Mossberg. So it's a old Mossberg twenty gauge that I used as a youth, but it's still accurate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just I didn't want anything too too fancy, and obviously, um, you know, today's age, trying to find something is like almost impossible. So mm-hmm. yeah, basically, the first thing I could I found was like, okay, yep, went there and got it. It's like <laughs> it'll be fine. Yeah, you'll you'll yeah. kill some stuff. So. Yeah, pretty excited about that. I wish I had a couple more blinds up. I only put one blind up this year again. We kind of rushed into it. Mm-hmm. It was kind of a last minute decision. I mean, I got my license I think in July. Gotcha. I did my test and all that stuff. I was like, okay, I don't know if I'm going to go because, um, you know, last year with COVID, you know, I ended up losing my job. So it was kind of like, you know, I wasn't really sure exactly the future. And then I finally, you know, got rehired in the summer. And I was like, okay, whatever. Like mm-hmm. two months in, we're just going to die head first and hope for the best. And yeah. obviously it's sort of pay. I mean, it's paid off Saturday, so I'm hoping, mm-hmm. you know, it can continue. And obviously, you know, the landowner tags was a big, big bonus, but yeah. and then obviously gonna, with uh, your channel, I like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, mm-hmm. seeing you guys do that stuff and seeing my friends do is like, okay, I have got to get into this. So. Yeah. Yeah. And we're definitely going to have to get together and actually go on a hunt sometime. Yeah, um, definitely. So, uh, but, uh, oh, what was I going to say? Some, oh, uh, how many, uh, how many acres you got? Uh, we got 56. 56. Gotcha. And it sets, I don't know if you're familiar, like the Lemoyne River. 
Mm-hmm. It's more of like a creek than it is a river. It actually goes into the spoon down by Havana, oh, okay. but gotcha. it basically comes right through the middle. So, okay. I mean, there's a lot of movement down there. Mm-hmm. So that's, I mean, from what I've heard, it's a pretty good deer hunting place. Obviously, I'm not yeah. a big deer hunter, so yeah. I don't really know what I'm looking for. Worked out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's good. Is it all timber? Do you got some field edges too? Or? Um, so we've got a bean field on the west side, and then there's a hay field on the east side. And then I've got, um, we had a bean field on our property and then a pond, but mm-hmm. um, I don't think we'll, we probably won't plant anything next year because we're getting ready to build out there in okay. a couple of years. So we're trying to get that all ready to go. And mm-hmm. that's another beast in itself. So yeah it's, I get uh, that. <laughs> it's, it's been quite the adventure that's for sure mm-hmm. yep and yep. i think like you know i want the spring you know we gotta go in and clear some stuff out and i would actually like to not you know fall over myself when i'm trying to get to my blinds next year and just try to make it more you know fit our style especially like our hunting and stuff and i think cody's actually wanting to come up and help out and kind of give me some tips and yeah the camera stuff and I love land management, man. Like, uh, like I love hunting and stuff. Like, in the off season, going out in the woods, cutting, cutting lanes, hanging stands. Like, I love, I love it all. Well, you guys want to come together? Let me know. I yeah, mean, no problem. Get more work. More help. The more help, the better. Yep. Because yep. it is an absolute mess. So. Yep. Sounds like you need to get a full there. Help you drag out those I, deer. I have one, but yeah. there's just no way to get it down to where my stand uh, was. So, but luckily, they just they're starting the bean field tomorrow. So. Yeah. Luckily, uh, once that's out, it'll be pretty easy. It's just the way the way it's set up. There's like a ravine, and trying to like walk through that and then go through the bean field's kind of a pain. So yeah, no, no, I get that. We had a help a buddy drag a deer out last year, and they they called me and said, "Hey, man, we had died in a terrible spot. It's a nice buck. Um, I need I need help. I'm like, bring your folder. I'm like, oh, cool. And luckily, I had uh, Ryan, uh, the redneck, who's been on the podcast and videos before. Luckily, I had him with me. So we load up the full, there we go. And they show me the ravine. I'm like, I can't get it down there, guys. Like, <laughs> like we're going to have to do this old fashioned way. And luckily it took four of us, but we got it out. But yeah, I think my biggest fear would be to shoot one and they run into the Lemoyne because it's about 15 foot drop all the way down the property. And there's mm-hmm. probably like two or three ways to get down there like easily. So that's like my biggest fear is like, what, what am I going to do if one of them falls in there and dies? Like, how the heck am I going to get this thing out? Mm-hmm. So yeah yeah no but don't want to think about that yeah so um you said you've already ate it uh first thing how'd you eat the tenderloins uh we just uh, put some uh seasoned salt on them and threw them on the grill and uh-huh. cooked them for probably i don't even know six five or six minutes on each side okay. and yeah don't have, so you don't have to cook them all yeah. uh yeah yep. it was it was good and now, we just had the back straps tonight so yeah yeah. So I saw your shot, obviously, in the picture you sent me, and that'll be uh, the thumbnail for this podcast. But um, so I know it was a good shot. Was the heart? Did you hit it in the heart? Was it lungs or? It went basically went in through the heart, and then the way she was standing, it came out in her back lung. So I mean, it was I mean, it went straight okay. through. Yeah. Okay. My grandpa's like, you couldn't have shot her any better. He's like, yeah. don't get used to this because this doesn't happen very often. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, that probably ruined that, but uh, I do recommend you try heart sometime. Um, yeah just to try it once uh i i keep all hearts of mine um i like them they're good uh it is a different taste um it is different but uh either frying it up in a pan with butter olive oil and onions or just deep fry it like you would fish 
um, it's good. That's would be my recommendation. I'm, I'm always game to try something at least one time. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Just um, once. Did you guys process your the whole deer? Did you guys take it to a shop? Or um, no, we just we basically just cut it up and um, we froze it. And we're gonna we're basically just waiting because my grandpa and uncle they basically take their deer all together. So oh, okay, um, um, so yeah. it's just frozen and we're I plan on taking it to farms in Iowa and turning it into beef sticks is the plan. But gotcha. my little sister loves beef uh, deer jerky, so we might just grind it up and turn it into jerky. I don't know. Gotcha. We'll yeah. Um. Every can't be deer sticks like like especially if you're gonna have somebody who's never ate deer before just let them try deer stick like it's they're they're really good um but yeah no uh yeah that's what i didn't know because that's a whole another animal like we process our all um our own deer um except unless i get sticks i do take it to a processor or i'm gonna get sticks but uh it is nice to like you were there for the whole process you know what i mean yeah Shop that's mm-hmm. yeah sorry to interrupt you but oh, you um, yeah. no <laughs> Basically, you know, when I got into it, I told my grandpa, I was like, you know, I want you to teach me everything. So, mm-hmm. you know, in the future, I can just, because I don't want to have to rely on, you know, taking a processor. Mm-hmm. If I can do it myself, mm-hmm. you know, so skin, it was a process. I mean, that was an adventure in itself. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the worst part was just gutting. I think it was, I, I was gonna easier, ask you that. I think it was easier to skin it and, you know, cut all the meat off and stuff mm-hmm. than it was to actually, you know, mm-hmm. get a field dress. So, yeah. Did they, did they make you do it or did you just watch the first time? A little bit of both. They kind of, he, my uncle got through the um, stomach and stuff. He didn't want me to puncture any of that stuff. He's like, yeah. he was, he's like, that's a whole, you know, thing in itself. He's like, you don't want to mess with that. So, yeah. um, but after that, we kind of did everything or he kind of let me start doing everything. So that's I think it would take me a couple of times to get used to it because it was a lot, but mm-hmm. yeah, that's one, of, one thing I've, I've, I've had the fortunate, I'd say, yeah, I'd be say fortunate to help a lot of new hunters gut their first deer, or if it's not their first deer, they haven't done that many. And, uh, I saw that they're always so, they end up being like too careful that it either takes forever or they're almost too careful and then end up making a mistake. Cause they're like too careful. Yeah. Uh, so you just got to get in there sometimes, but, uh, uh, other than that, but one thing I want to talk about, you brought up, I don't think I've ever talked about on a video or a podcast was uh and hearing it so every state has a different method when you shoot an animal um you know whether it's a deer or you say shoot an elk in colorado whatever um so in illinois if you shoot a big game animal so or a turkey i think those are the only two species i can think of in illinois that are this way but like you shoot a deer you're supposed to call it in um and on your tag there's a number you just call it call it in and there's a couple questions they ask um so they, um, you know, asked, did you kill, did you kill it on private, um, or public? Did you kill, uh, was it a doe, you know, buck, buck without antlers? Uh, did you kill it with a firearm? Did you kill it with a bow? Um, if it's a buck, I think they ask, I think they ask how many points I believe. Um, if it's a doe, they do the inches from, I think it's eyes nose is that is that right it was yeah like the tip of the nose to the inside of the eye Mm -hmm. i think yeah yep and the back of your tag has a ruler on it so if you don't actually have a ruler with you you can use that (laughs) thank god because i was like freaking out Mm -hmm. so i think it's in millimeters if i remember right yep um so you got that and then where to attach your um to attach your tags so if you got landowners, did you get the tape ones? Yep. Yep. Okay. So the tape ones, 
um you usually on a doe what i do it's supposed to be a leg tag there's one attached you cut um in between on the leg there's a part kind of like their tendon you can yeah, where you hang it yep and you okay. cut the hole through that and it's super tough but you can gr- run your tag through there um and tape it and i know that this i'm kind of preaching to the choir for you but there's any other listeners who don't know um what's going on but uh yeah you tape it on there if you go get a tag over the counter um it's these plastic tags that have little holes in the middle you pop those holes out and you run a zip tie through um, or string most people use zip ties just because it's easy and you do it and you put it in the same spot and then if you for a doe if say you were going to get that high tanned or something like that, or do a mount you're supposed to keep that head tag with it and send it to the taxidermist or whatever um for a buck you have a leg tag and a head tag and you just do that tape or the zip tie around the antlers and the leg um that's what you do there so it's, that's the buck is obviously easy because you got antlers you um attach the tag to but yeah that's uh but every state that's one thing when you start hunting out of state every state does it a little differently um some states are still old-fashioned you actually got to take the animal to a check station other ones you can call like this uh there's even some places that you can do a text now um you can do it through text message um so it just kind of depends now the future reference if you have internet access um you can do everything you just did online as well. Um, that would be helpful. Yep. Uh, so I did that for the first time two years ago on a turkey I killed. Because um, the turkey, they ask a whole bunch more questions, like how long the spurs were, the beard, a whole bunch of other stuff. <laughs> and it's just easier like to pull it up online. Okay, they're asking this, measure. You know, it's just yeah, it's easier to do that. Well, it's like rapid fire too when you're, when, you're answer- when you're answering them, you know, and me being the first time, I knew you had to put on the leg. I wasn't really sure, you know, I just stuck the one on the ear because I wasn't really positive if you actually needed that one or not. And yeah, you only need it if you're going to send it to like a tax service or something. Now I'm thinking to myself, you know, I don't want, you know, a game yeah. order or something to like I'm driving my grandparents' house. I don't want to get pulled over. And yeah. so I just slapped her on the leg and put her on the ear and away we went. So yep, I hope you're ready for that confirmation number they give at the end. Yeah. Well, yeah. I had to repeat it like three times. Yeah, you better be ready I'm, for it. Man. I'm like shaking and it's like L and I'm like, Wait, wait, what? What? And I'm like, okay, got it. And I'm like, yep. Okay, okay. You know, and uh, yeah. So it was an experience in itself. It's like one experience after another. I feel like one Mm -hmm. for the first time. Yep. Nope. I I get that 100%. uh, 100% on that one. But uh, kind of give you an update. Um, and Tyler hasn't heard this story either. Um, I just told him what kind the end version of the story. But give you a little hunting update for myself. I've been out twice um since i think the last podcast yep twice um first time i took uh my buddy nate who's been on the podcast we took him out um he uh we had a little six point buck in front of us which he would have loved to shoot um but the property we have there's a rule that uh has to have uh four points on one side or more um so it just wasn't quite big enough um for him to shoot uh he was disappointed because he definitely if it was somewhere else he would have he would have launched an arrow but uh, it was cool though. He got buck fever and all that good stuff. So it was good to see. And I know, I know he had fun. I, know, I had fun taking him. Uh, but then a couple of days after that, I uh, went to that same farm again. It was yesterday and I had, I had a hell of a hunt. So I, uh, first spot I went to go to and I'm hunting out of the tree saddle. I have the tethered phantom, um, is a saddle I use. Anyway, I go to hunt this one spot, the, the farmer next to our property that we're hunting, um, they're picking right next to the edge. So I'm like, ah, like that's probably going to spook some deer. So 
I'll go hunt this uh, west side, east side, uh, excuse me. So I go hunt the east side, uh, find a spot I like, climb up in the tree. The only thing left I had to do, I had the camera set up. I had my bow set up. The only thing I needed, I had two limbs hanging down in front of me. I needed a break, so I had a shooting line. So I'm reaching out, and I'm breaking the limbs off and stuff, and I break the last one, and I kind of look out in the field. And about 100 yards, I got a doe staring at me. And that doe was not there before. When I started breaking the limbs, I looked, and it was not there. I'm like, are you kidding me? Sure enough, uh, and there was two other smaller does with it. They, they spook. I'm like, oh, great. And that's about 4 o'clock right there um the last hour of daylight give or take uh i see a whole bunch of does just start piling in the field and i mainly set up i wanted to kill a doe i wasn't really like yeah i'll shoot a buck if i get a chance but i set up in that spot figuring i'll get a shot at a doe anyway these does start filtering in i'm like oh here we go um they're about 150 yards working my way and it's a pick corn field i'm hunting but anyway the farmer they didn't have all the corn picked in the north end of the property sure enough he comes back in um yeah spooks all those deer out of the field I'm like, are you kidding me so i'm aggravated um you know i'm not happy uh and by the last half an hour then so about half an hour goes by so i got a half an hour left of daylight the does start coming back out and i can hear the farmer coming again i'm like it's gonna spook him again somehow it didn't spook him this time so like okay like here we go it's, it's gonna work out and sure enough this average doe um you know, not a huge doe, but not a small doe either, just average, starts working her way towards me, and she gets about 40, 50 yards, but she's quartering towards me the whole time, so I'm like, okay, and I just, I got the camera on her, I got the, I got the GoPro on me, like, everything's working out well, like, I couldn't ask for a better camera setup, uh, I keep ranging, okay, 40 yards, okay, okay, 28 yards, and I'm like, okay, as soon as she turns broadside, I'm gonna put my 30-yard pin on her, shoot her, but she starts walking a little closer to me. And I thought, I thought like, okay, she's probably 25 now, which even then, I don't know what I was thinking. At 25 yards, I used my top pin. Um, why I went did what I don't do in practice, I don't know. But anyway, I'm like, okay, I'm going to put my 30-yard pin right on her heart. If I hit high, it'll be a long shot. No big deal. Um, well, anyway, she ended up being a lot closer than I thought she was. And when I put my 30-yard pin on her, shot left and right was perfect, but I just right over her back. Like, are you kidding me? So anyway, she runs out there. Now she's only 40 yards, and I feel comfortable at 40. Um, and I got a little – I got a gap probably like this big through some brush, and she's standing right there. I'm like, oh, easy. I go to shoot. Well, there must have been one twig I didn't see because my arrow hit a twig like 10 yards in front of me and just launched it, launched the arrow. It didn't even come close um so i was like are you kidding me and then that doe like that doe just ran another 20 30 yards just kind of looked around and just moseyed off like not even that spooked like i don't know what happened um yeah. anyway i ended up ranging where i uh where she was at the first shot and she was 19 yards so uh definitely misjudged that uh so the, i haven't looked at the footage yet i know the footage caught it all though so it'll be on <laughs> It will be on this by this. This will probably come out tomorrow, which will be the 20th. Um, I got a new video that will hopefully be coming up this weekend. The miss should be on the next video after that. So, um, so everybody, everybody will see it. Uh, but yeah, it's is what it is. Um, so hopefully I shoot better after that. How, how do you like the tree sta saddle? Like, how's it compared to like a, just a normal tree stand? So I like it because I can get in almost any tree i want um 
so like so the tree i was in yesterday actually had a lean to the south um so but i was so even though the tree you can never get a it'd be difficult to get a tree stand in it um some stands you probably could but uh with a saddle you can actually go with with the lean or against the lean so i actually went against the lean so it actually worked out like i was pretty comfortable um the whole time uh i've done a couple all day sits in it and uh they're fine like i you, you can't really nap in them like you can in a tree stand which <laughs> yeah. good or bad it depends how you uh, take it um but yeah they're they're nice they're comfortable um i, I like it I, if for the running gun type hunter i think they're better than a tree stand uh in my opinion uh the only i mainly use it on the that property i was hunting because i treat it like public land there's like 10 plus guys that have access to it um we've had cameras and stands get stolen out there um, already. So every day I walk into those woods, my stands, my stands are with me. And when I leave the woods, the stand goes with me as well. So um, it's nice, that nice that way. Um, yeah. And then uh, this year, like with Ryan, I took a, I went hunting with Ryan and he, we set up a ladder stand for him. Well, since I'm going to be the cameraman, not the hunter, I just, I climbed the ladder I get on the back side. I set up my saddle, and I'm all of a sudden I'm I'm above them and on the back side of them. So it took me five minutes, if that. To all of a sudden, I'm ready to film him. So uh, it's nice that way too, as a cameraman point of view. Because um, like if I went, if say I went to your farm and you had some tree stands, I'll just bring my saddle, and if I was going to film you, it'd be no issue whatsoever. So yeah, I nice. just. I guess for me, I'm just, you know, being new, mm-hmm. obviously, you know, everyone says getting a tree is fine and I've never done it before. And again, I'm not really huge on heights, but I've just been trying to figure out, you know, why people do certain things, you know, what's the difference between this and that. And yeah, I feel for, like everyone has their preference really. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. A ladder stand is probably more comfortable. And as a new hunter, I, I would recommend it. Uh, just go with a ladder stand. Um, can you hear me Tyler? Tyler, I lost you there for a second. Can you hear me? Yep, yep. Okay. So, uh, let's see here. Okay, good now. Um, but yeah, uh, I would refer a new hunter. I recommend a ladder stand a lot of times for the first time you're in a tree. And then I introduced uh ryan and jesse did these and they everybody i've introduced them to has liked them they make these uh hunter safety uh safety lines now that you are attached from the from the moment you get to the bottom of the stand to all the way to the top you are attached to the safety line the whole way so if you fall off during the process at all you, you're not going to fall to the ground um i know i have them on i have them on 90 percent of my stands um and I just, I just recommend them to everybody. It just makes it safer. Uh, I've luckily, I've never fell out of a tree um, from a tree stand anyway, but I, I've, I have had, I've had two stands break on me um, when I was setting them up or checking them. Like this year I had one, I was actually setting up last year, break on me. And then this year I had one, I was testing it out before season to make sure it was safe and it broke. Um, so again that's why i recommend everybody have one just in case so yeah again the blind is fine but i just feel like 
with the dough, I kind of got lucky because, you know, with all the stuff on the blind that you don't have that full range of motion like you would, you know, in a tree. So next year, I think I definitely got to get in a tree just, you know, the, the, the main fact that I will have that entire field of view and I don't have, mm-hmm. you know, bars and stuff coming down. I got to worry about yeah. messing with the blind and all that stuff. So yeah. the good thing with a blind though, first thing for late season, it's warmer. Um, number one. So uh, that's nice. Uh, one thing it is good for new hunters though, is it covers up a lot of movement. Um, Cause you know, you're still trying to learn like what you can get away with and what you can't. But that blind obviously makes it a lot um a lot harder for the deer to see you. So that, that does help you um, in that regard. So just kind of give or take. Yeah, because I think if I wasn't in that blind was as much as I was shaking, I I, don't, I honestly don't think that doe would have sat there as long as she did. Yeah. yeah. So I've heard some other hunters say that shake goes away eventually. It doesn't go away for me. Um, if Like if I see a deer though, so say like in usually in like peak rut in November, I don't shoot a doe. Like even if I haven't killed one yet, um, I'm there to buck hunt. I'll shoot a doe late, late season. Um, so if I see a doe, I don't start shaking. Um, if I know I'm not going to shoot her, but as like this right now, this time of year, I'll, I'll shoot a doe. So if I see a doe coming out, I'm like, whoa, here we go. Um, it's just exciting. It pumps well, me. I, th- I think the crazy part is, you know, I don't really like cold weather but I dress pretty warm. I got some really nice, um, you know, heavy uh, clothes. And mm-hmm. so I'm not really cold that morning. You know? I'm not really cold. And then all of a sudden it's just like, my hands are like this. And I'm like thinking to myself, like, calm down, you know, like you're not cold. You're, you know, it's, it's like 45. And yep. I'm like, why am I, why can't I stop shaking? Mm-hmm. And like I told, you know, Lexi, it was like, I had her, you know, pointed in and all of a sudden it's blacked out. And I've never, like, I think I had my bow up for probably 40 seconds. Mm-hmm. And every time I try to do that in target practice, like I'm so shaky by the time it's hits 40, you know, half a minute that I can't keep it still. And it was just like, I was like a stone for that whole entire time. I had her like lined up. Yep. And as soon as I let go, I just went back to like, I bet you I was shaking till one o'clock that day. Oh, I believe it. Yeah. You, get that. <laughs> you had that adrenaline rush and then you had the adrenaline dump at the end, which is not fun, but, uh, but, but yeah i love like i i I chase adrenaline that's i i like it it's awesome um the blackout part you probably will get better on um because i was just for the longest time i was just like that like i'm like what just happened um but (laughs) like but like you know this and on i missed that day like i knew right away i shot high so eventually you get good at following through kind of in the situation you realize yes good hit or no that something went wrong there you know um and yeah, and luckily, and luckily, it's one thing starting this channel that has helped me. I've not only have, you know, shot stuff myself, but I've, I've helped others kill some animals now too. So, and when you're the cameraman, you, I get nervous and stuff for them, but I am calmer than they are usually. So a lot of times I can be like, yeah, you smoked it or like, eh, no, that was not good. <laughs> um, so I know uh, like Jesse's, uh, Jesse's first deer, first archery kill. Um, he like looked at me like, did I do good? I'm like, you smoked it. Like, <laughs> so, so it was good that way. But, uh, but yeah, uh, Tyler, I, I appreciate having you on. Uh, are you coming on? Um, I was really pumped that you got a deer. Uh, excited for that. Definitely think we should get together and hunt sometime. And I'm hoping you get some more down. So I'll have you back on and uh, yeah. get some deer. And then uh, I, I really do appreciate too you helping me with uh, like the editing and giving me some advice and stuff that too. So uh, 
Yeah, so if anybody knows, like if you notice my editing quality maybe getting a little better in my videos and stuff, uh, I switched to Adobe Premium off of uh, Tyler's recommendation, um, and I liked it so far. Um, it's, it can do way more than I've even explored yet, though. Like there's, I need to go way more, get better with the program and everything like that. So yeah, it's an animal. That's for sure. Yeah. There's just, there's just so much like, so I was at all of my other videos I've edited off of iMovie. If any, any of the listeners know what that is, just basic program, super simple. And then I start, I, I download Adobe, start working on it. I'm like, what am I doing here? So, but now that's one thing. If I'm, if I come help you hang stands or something, I might ask you like, hey, can I watch you edit something just so I can learn a little bit and figure out what's yeah, going on? We can definitely do that. I, I just need to come up. You know, I just, I get so busy and mm-hmm. I was supposed to come up Saturday actually. And I yeah. called Chris. I was like, man, like, I just want to take a nap right now. <laughs> I got to go back and skin this deer. Like, I'm just going to stay home today and mm-hmm. you know, life just gets in the way sometimes. So, and- so, uh, just to get everybody to know, so you still got a either sex uh, buck tag, right? Uh, yep. Tag. Um, and then do you have then two shotgun tags then? Yep. Too? Yep. Sweet. Yep. And then Lexi has two as well, shotgun. So I think I'm gonna go out. We're gonna go out together for shotgun season, and that'll be fun. I mean, she she's killed a lot more deer than I have, so mm-hmm. it'll be just interesting to kind of watch mm-hmm. somebody. Have you ever went hunting with your wife? No. Nope. This be uh, first time. So I'll be, I'll be interested to see how it goes. My wife is laughing. Uh, I'll be interested how it goes because this, you got a little bit different dynamic being that your wife is the one that's hunted more than you. So that'll be interesting. But yeah. um, I know like when I take my wife, I, I make sure that she's wearing warm clothes, uh, you know, lots of snacks um, uh, and go that route. But, but, but I'm the, not expert but i'm the one with the hunting experience and she's not so be interesting to see it you know kind of the other way around and stuff but yeah it'll be an adventure mm-hmm. hopefully a good one yeah yeah sure it'll be fun well <laughs> well guys i'm gonna stop this recording and thanks again tyler um this was the you know podcast uh 26 i believe of thin blue line outdoors uh again appreciate all the uh views and the numbers we're getting on the podcast uh there'll be a video version and a audio version uh video will be on youtube audio will be on spotify apple Podcasts, and a whole bunch more so thanks guys for listening